Hey guys, we have an incredible podcast coming your way. We're going to teach you exactly how to look great, feel strong at your ideal body weight. How? By teaching you about the latest innovations and the discoveries about hormones, the herbs, the natural approaches that will help you to optimize your stem cells, your mitochondria. Please stay tuned. This is a show you must listen to. To colon cancer was these uh, chemicals that come from the putrefaction of this bacteria, these abnormal anaerobic bacteria. So when you're on an animal-based diet, all these harmful bacteria start to populate within 48 hours. And I'm going to jump ahead because I really think you need to hear from real life uh, stories, and this this should be uh, quite amazing because it was based on Nathan Pritikin and the Pritikin Longevity Center where I worked at in 1977 and 1978. Uh, I think you're going to find this quite uh, astonishing amazing, interesting, and shall I say encouraging because this is called My Three Patients with Nathan Pritikin, how they cured and reversed not just heart disease, but also ED. Listen very closely to what these gentlemen have to say about following an oil-free, sugar-free, plant-based diet by Nathan Pritikin, my mentor and uh, the original author of Live Longer Now, which led to my creation of my book, Simply Healthy Cookbook, and several other books that I've written. But listen closely on 60 Minutes. Here you go. Four hours, four hours, four hours, four hours, four hours a day. Plus, I get myself real bad. I had to take nitros and I was taking... 18, 12 of them a day. And today, I don't take any medication. And I exert myself as much as I've always, because I work hard, and I still don't have to take any. So I have no regrets, and I know the program works. Then you're a well-known man on this, on this waterfront here. You're a business associate, some friends here, see a different man? Well, definitely. Friends I play golf with, I used to have to ride in a buggy because I couldn't carry my golf clubs. Now, they were, I even got them walking. I haven't got them on the bike, but I got them walking. <laughs> what about Claire Schaefer, the New York electrical contractor? He said, okay, so you heard what he said. He got them walking. He couldn't quite get them on the diet. That's the challenge because, you see, people are so accustomed to eating so much meat so much fat so much eggs uh that to get them to change their diet uh essentially a plant-based diet can work but most people don't follow a plant-based diet to the extent that it requires to be incredibly healthy and i have a few questions from the audience uh that i'd, I'd like to answer here a, a moment here let me let me get to those questions uh oh let's see that Okay, here. There we go. Uh, Adriana says, many so-called experts claim that keto diet is good for the brain. Just because the brain has fat, it doesn't mean that eating fat is good for the brain. Br fat, particularly oils, clog up 
and clump the blood cells together. And when they're trying to make it to the brain, uh, it restricts 30% of the oxygen in the brain. And it's the worst thing for the brain because the brain requires a massive amount of oxygen, a massive amount of oxygen. And it also needs glucose. And glucose is not easily converted from fat. It can be converted from protein, but it's best converted directly from complex carbohydrates. So the best brain food is not fats, it's complex carbohydrates, fruits, vegetables, beans, peas, uh, whole natural foods. And then the next question, uh, what is the best way to bulk up with a plant-based nutrition approach? He's 6'1 and 119, so he's rather lean. Um, so uh, what I was going to say is that the best way to bulk up on a, on a plant-based whole foods diet is to do what I call sequencing, but it's reverse sequencing. So when I'm wanting to gain muscle, I use um, a higher caloric density within the plant-based uh, foods. So I start off with beans and peas cooked well so that they're easily digested and yams, sweet potatoes, either pureed, even put in a blender, um, making them in a casserole, uh, and also brown rice that has good caloric density. And I eat as often as I need to, uh, which is you know fairly frequent when you're that lean as you are 6'1 and 119 pounds. I, I helped a, a gentleman increase from 119. He was autistic, and the family followed my guidance, and we uh, he almost perished he was in the hospital at ucla and, and he was having so much horrible gut problems and we were able to stabilize it with energy medicine uh using the alpha stem and and pulse electromagnetic frequency uh, but once his gut calmed down we were able to introduce uh, the uh, whole foods uh, plant-based uh, vegetable food that i put together in a powder uh organic uh, vegan protein and we were able to give him uh, like uh, pureed yams, as I mentioned, uh, lots of beans, uh, rice, and uh, included, you know, some fruit. But we started off with the, the higher density foods to give them enough caloric density. But also, it requires some weight training. We have a novel, intense workout program that I discuss in one of the other videos: twelve to fifteen minutes, taking each exercise to failure. That's really important to build muscle. And then hormone optimization. Uh, I, I didn't see how, how old you are. Uh, can you comment how old you are? Um, but you should have your hormone levels evaluated. And if you have low testosterone, you want to get the testosterone level up while clearing and reducing estrogen. And a plant-based whole foods diet is one of the best ways to increase total testosterone. But then you're going to need... Um, like some herbs that I put together in what I call testosterone booster. And these herbs release more bioavailable free testosterone because there is what's called sex hormone binding globulin. To, to not get overly complex, that's one of your best solutions. But let's go back to the 60-minute segment and hear uh, the next gentleman, what his results were when he was scheduled for bypass surgery. All three of these patients were scheduled for bypass surgery. Let's hear what he has to say. Here, here we go. He has more energy than he's ever had. Supervising the work on this construction site is something he couldn't have done a year and a half ago. When you talk to heart attack victims, they'll tell you that almost as bad as the attack itself is that constant worry after the attack that they're going to have another one, a worry that never leaves people. Do you have that? 
there was a time when I wouldn't consider leaving the house without a bottle of nitro in my pocket. I think nothing is going out without it now. And uh, where I used to get in the car and uh, drive up to the store to get something, now I walk to the store. And I don't even worry if I have nitros in my pocket. I won't need them. I'm confident. It's, uh, it's the difference between being alive and half dead. Claire, you feel better. You stay with the diet. You stay with the exercise. What about your doctor? What does he tell you? Well, he doesn't discuss Predican or Longevity Institute. Doesn't he want to? Just doesn't want to discuss it. I don't know why. So he said it clearly. It's the difference between alive on a healthy, whole plant-based diet where he used to eat a heavy meat diet and dairy product diet to being fully alive. The difference between dead and alive. Just very, very blatantly. His doctor, of course, didn't want to admit that it did anything for him. Here, let's continue what he has to say. He's happy with what's happening. He's happy with uh, my condition. Very happy. Claire's physician wouldn't talk to us about Pritikin either. Eisenberg? Yes. Well, about the China trip, we have two more feet left. Max Eisenberg is busier than he's ever been. In addition to his travel agency, he's building townhouses near Chicago's Lakeshore Drive. His physician, Dr. James Clark, sees a real change in Max. The Mr. Eisenberg of recent times is a much more energetic, happy, uh, individual who tells me he can do far more in terms of his working hours and his enjoyment with his family than he could uh, uh, a year ago and uh, he is uh, having far fewer symptoms that he tells me about uh, now than when he did back a ways and most importantly uh, to Mr. Eisenberg he's not taking any medicines except for an occasional nitroglycerin tablet. You're saying the fact that he's a, a happier man, a more vigorous man, uh, so to some extent it works. Yes, it works. Uh, at least in that, in, in Mr. Eisenberg, uh, it worked and worked remarkably well. But that's not to say that we have reversed the disease process known as coronary atherosclerosis. Uh, Which is simply the narrowing of the artery. Narrowing or hardening of the arteries, yes. Max Eisenberg is... Okay, so he... he said that it worked incredibly well in Max Eisenberg. He's off his medications except for an occasional nitroglycerin. He said it worked remarkably well, but he wouldn't admit it would reverse cardiovascular disease. However, Dr. David Blankenhorn uh, from USC published his studies in the 1978 or so, uh, shortly after this show uh, that aired on 60 Minutes, which, by the way, was the highest rated show in the history of 60 Minutes because people were expecting they were going to expose Pritikin and the Pritikin Longevity Center to be something that did not fulfill its promise, yet it exceeded its promise and dramatically helped all of the patients that are reviewed in this show and I was there with hundreds of patients every month coming through and saw the dramatic results and guided them through a six-week program and in this case it was the four-week live-in program. Uh, Dr. Dean Ornish published his results on reversing cardiovascular disease. Uh, Dr. Caldwell Esselstein published his results. The results are quite clear. 
and it takes adherence, close adherence to all of the protocols that includes not just a plant-based diet, but oil-free, sugar-free uh, approach is what's really important. But let's eavesdrops in again on, uh, on this patient's results and what his wife has to say about his sexual function. Here you go. Attributes much of his well-being to the Pritikin diet, which he observed fanatically as we observed one night at dinner. His wife, Mignon, is equally convinced about its benefits. It is like a new lease in life, really. Since he came back from Santa Barbara, it's like uh, living with a new person. I tell you, thank you. Without California, I don't think I could be where I am. Probably would have had a heart operation by now. Two months after we visited our three patients, we flew them down to the Miami Heart Institute where Dr. David Lair, who hadn't seen them in a year, once again gave them a thorough going over. I like my pulse now. Like, it's about 120. How's that? We stopped last year at this time. Yeah. And Max's improved performance was repeated by Dan and by Claire. All of our three patients stayed on the treadmill longer than they had done a year ago. And that's not all. They have shown continual improvement in their ability to do whatever they wanted to do. Uh, they're able to partake full-time in their business activities, travel, social activities, unlimited. Would you dare say that they're cured? A functional cure, yes. Wow. Okay, so I wanted you to see that because although the doctors have been skeptical, uh, the results speak for themselves. Reversing cardiovascular disease, not only saving them from a future heart attack or stroke, but also over time reopening the clogged arteries leading to the male organ and with some added probably shockwave treatments, some added supplements that help to open up the arteries, some improved nitric oxide from plant-based beet whole products that help to dilate the blood vessels, and some enzyme inhibitors uh, from herbal supplements. A man can restore all sexual function, even if he has clogged arteries from making the dumb mistake of going on a keto or a carnivore diet. Let's go to Joe Rogan, who's currently a big proponent of the carnivore diet and uh listen to his questions with dr rhoda patrick i think you'll find this pretty interesting you know i think that the the most important question really is what is attracting someone to try such a very restrictive diet you know that potentially could be dangerous without published evidence or any sort of long-term studies and things like that. So I think that the first question really is, well, why are people doing this? And so looking on the internet and try to like read about people's anecdotes, um, it seems as though a lot of people are drawn to it because they have some sort of autoimmune problem. And uh, so they try this diet and it improves their autoimmune symptoms. And I see that seems to be a real common theme Mm -hmm. um, in at least if you if you look in the blogospheres and stuff like that. Okay, so they're talking about uh, some of the people are attracted to this carnivore diet because they're having some autoimmune conditions and uh, some 
changes in a restrictive diet has helped them to go off certain things that they might have been uh, having reactions to. Uh, another question, Peter uh, mentions that he's been on a whole food uh, plant-based diet for years and he, he added spices and he's asking, would I consider spices to be every bit as important as fresh vegetables, fruit and beans, etc.? And the answer is yes, spices, herbs and spices are loaded with phytochemicals, enzymes, nutrition, vitamins, and minerals. They're so important. I also include uh, within our herbal supplements uh, various um, introductions uh, that really have made a profound difference. And these extracts of spices and plants and cruciferous vegetables um, really accelerate one's results in pursuing uh, healthy vitality and energy and well-being so that's a that's a great question uh let let's let's jump in uh, a little bit further here uh i'm, I'm gonna see here, here we go the amino acids amino acids simple sugars fats those are mostly absorbed in the small intestine but some of them make their way into the large intestine and there's a whole you know um group of bacteria called the putrefactive bacteria and they ferment amino acids um, and some of these species of, of putrefactive bacteria have been linked to colon cancer uh, they're much higher in colon cancer patients animal studies have shown you know causal links where they can basically aggressively cause a, a polyp to, to form a, a you know a tumor um, and that's because these bacteria are making things called putrescine and cadaverine which are damaging their genotoxic agents that damage the DNA inside your colon cells. And so um, people that are typically eating like an omnivore type of diet where they're eating protein and they're also eating fermentable fiber, if they're eating the fermentable fiber that's facilitating the growth of lactic acid producing bacteria, it, that limits the growth of putrefactive. Be, so if you're, if you're, you know, bifidobacteria, lactobacillus, S mutans, S thermophilus, those strains of bacteria are lactic acid producing bacteria, which you'd be getting if you're, I mean, you'd, you'd be facilitating the growth of if you're eating plants fermentable, with fermentable fiber, you're going to limit the growth of putrefactive because they can't grow with lactic acid. So it's not like, you know, you have, it's not a huge, huge concern. Okay. So she made it quite clear that an animal-based diet increases the rate of growth of colon cancer type uh, cellular dysbiosis. And we learned years ago that when you eat an animal high-fat protein diet, there's what's called deoxycholic acid. And Dr. Dennis Burkett had published his study showing that one of the highest correlation to colon cancer was these uh, chemicals that come from the putrefaction of this bacteria these abnormal anaerobic bacteria so when you're on an animal-based diet all these harmful bacteria start to populate within 48 hours very harmful these anaerobic bacteria live without oxygen you see a healthy gut might have some gas and might have some changes and people go oh i have gas well there's nothing wrong with that. Go for a walk. But the point is the fiber, the fermented and the unfermented fiber ushers in a whole host of friendly aerobic bacteria that live with oxygen. This is a good thing. This is what you want. So, of course, if you're having diarrhea, then, then the fluids are going through the body too quickly. And when I was 12 years old, I was having diarrhea every day. And I didn't know what it was, but I was consuming dairy products. And people say, well, I can consume milk and I don't get diarrhea. Well, 
Some people can, but Latinos, I have Latin background in my blood. Uh, black have issues with it. Asians can't tolerate dairy product. More than half the world population can't tolerate milk from an animal, a cow. But human milk we can tolerate, obviously, but we only need it for the first two years of life. But So, so let's, let's backtrack then. This carnivore diet disrupts your bacteria. Now, temporarily, some people uh, may find some benefit because they've removed some maybe sugars and, and some certain foods that uh, might be sen sensitive to their gut. So the answer is to repopulate it with probiotics, prebiotics, a wide diversity of fiber, and that's going to help to solve the problem. Don't, out, don't throw the baby out with the baby wash just because you go, oh, well, some of these uh, uh, plant foods have caused uh, some gas or disruption, such as beans. Well, most people don't cook their beans long enough. I, I soak them overnight, pour that off, and then cook them uh, in a crock pot for a couple days, and then I get to eat the beans over the course of time. And then I use an enzyme called Beano or these enzymes that help uh, with the digestion of some of the shell of the beans. So there's ways to adjust for it and still get the benefit. You need the fiber. This is really healthy in multiple studies. But here, let's let's go on to hear uh, a little more of, of what uh, Rhonda Patrick's saying. But the question is, what happens when you're only eating amino acids, when you're only getting amino acids? Right. You know, so is there a long-term... So if you're... If you're if you're killing off potentially some of this um, pathogenic bacteria and you're having this effect, a positive effect, what, what's going to happen long term? It's not known. I mean, this diet I mean, hasn't really been studied at that level. There yeah. have been a few people that have, have anecdotal stories about l doing it for 10, 20 years that are online, but it's very difficult to track. You know, I mean, it's, it's the, you, you have to take them at their word for it. They've eaten nothing but meat for 20 years. They feel amazing. Even agree on the best diet. Because a lot of these epidemiological and observational studies, which don't establish causation, have an enormous amount of confounding factors. And it is freaking, it's so hard to, like, control for that. Mm. I mean, just as a perfect example, we've talked about this before in the podcast, but, you know, the vegetarian versus people that eat meat. One of the really large studies that was done, and, and, and Dr. Valtolonga was part of that study, looked you know, at all-cause mortality and cancer mortality, and it was lower in vegetarians. But they decided to take the meat eaters and say, okay, what about within this group, the people that are healthy meat eaters or people that are you know, not, you know, not unhealthy. So they're not obese, they're not sedentary, they're not smoking, they're not, not excessively drinking alcohol. Those people, when they took out that con those confounding factors, the meat eaters had the same mortality as vegetarian yeah. and same cancer so confounding factors are so important and that with anything with anecdotal you have people that are exercising like crazy exercise has also been shown to change microbiome independent of diet um, in a positive way where you're actually producing more of the the bacteria that are um, producing things like lactic acid okay so keep in mind she's saying exercise improves the microbiome of the gut uh, there are a number of things uh, your your hormone ratio the amount of fiber, uh, the, the quality of your sleep, all of these things is what she's talking about, confounding factors that affect longevity because mortality and longevity, uh, but it's not really getting to the quality of life. And I admit if you're on a junk food plant-based diet and you're eating a lot of sugars and cakes and you know um, things, a, a lot of grease or vegetable oils in, in the food, you could be pretty unhealthy. 
so I'm advocating a whole plant-based nutritional approach, not a junk food plant uh, vegan type diet. Just just because it's vegan and there's no meat in it, that that's not what I'm advocating. Uh, but y- y- you really have to kind of look at all these factors. But what you see is the healthiest, longest-lived people. You have to go back now 50 years or so because current civilization has reached McDonald's in Japan, McDonald's in China. I mean, there are <laughs> there are changes. The Eskimo diet has more sugar in it. So, so there's a lot of problems that you have to remove from and not then just say, well, carnivore diet is your solution. No, it's not. So let's let's go a little bit further. So going in blindly, I mean, you have a hypothesis, and it's like, okay, your hypothesis is all plants are bad. Yeah, which, that's what I keep hearing. And it's like, well, yeah. that's a hypothesis, but what about all the other things that are potentially happening while you're doing this diet? And you're why, eating less, and you're fasting more, your microbiome's changing, like dramatically changing, and those things all have been known. Multiple studies have shown humans and animals, mechanistic detail, to have benefits on autoimmunity, on aging in general, on brain function, I mean, all sorts of things, you know, so. Very happy that you're saying the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I think that is one very strong possibility, and that is something, you know, there's lots of hypotheses here, and, you know, given all the data, and there's lots of positive data about eating plants as yes. well. You know, so it's, it's really hard. That's one hypothesis, and that seems to be the one everyone's sort of gravitating to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if someone's also wanting to reduce their their glycemic load and all that. I mean, there's there are other, I mean, eating just a modified paleo diet. I mean, I eat something like a modified paleo diet where it's like I'm eating, I'm eating fish, I meat, meat, poultry, and then I eat a lot of leafy greens um, and cruciferous vegetables. Now you can do some nuts, you know, or you can do a ketogenic diet. Like there, like I just talked about the study um, that was done looking at the fasting mimicking diet in humans with multiple sclerosis. sclerosis um, there was uh, the same, in, published in the same um, paper, there was a study, they, they, their st- um, study that uh, put patients on ketogenic diet for, I believe it was three months, and it improved symptoms of autoimmunity as well. Was it comparable? The, yeah. The, the yeah. improvements? Yeah. yeah. Hmm, interesting. So, you know, the ketogenic diet, a modified ketogenic diet is also, you know, there's also concerns with that. Okay, so a ketogenic diet can be a plant-based ketogenic diet, which I'm okay with. You eat a lot of nuts, seeds, avocados, olives, coconut. For someone who's underweight, the gentleman earlier who was talking about being underweight, um, I I forgot and admitted the fact that besides sweet potatoes and beans, uh, yams, and so forth, to have lots of soaked nuts and seeds soaked because you want to remove the anti-enzyme property that brings them alive and coconut and avocado you can eat that because you're so underweight you've got to bring your your uh, body weight up from 119 at six foot one or whatever you said you are here i mean that's yeah six one 119 pounds sir that you got to add some weight. And uh, our, our friend uh, Peter Rabbit there is saying, look, uh, I, I'm using like spoonfuls of spice powder, turmeric, uh, black pepper, ca- uh, cinnamon, nutmeg, mustard seed, allspice, clove, celery seed, beet powder, uh, ginger, fenugreek, uh, coriander, paprika, caraway. It's disgusting, but he feels great. 
I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, that's why I put a lot of the stuff into capsules, into supplements, because a lot of what you mentioned are in the whole food supplements. I'm not here, you know, trying to bend your ear to say why supplements are so amazing, but they are. And if you're having trouble, you say they're disgusting and tasting them. Yeah, you can put them in casseroles and on salads and different things. And I, I do, but I also use supplements, whole herbal spice supplements with rather significant benefits that has been described in the literature. I know Rhonda Patrick's a big advocate of using uh, broccoli sprouts and broccoli seeds and that type of thing. So here, let's let's hear some of her, her closing words. Not, not everyone responds very well. And, you know, the micronutrient deficiencies have been a concern, but you can actually eat a lot of um, vegetables, vegetables yeah. green and good ones that are yeah. that are low in glycemic. So Spinach, my concerns, broccoli, exactly. My yeah. concerns are much, much less. Yeah. Um, and there's, it's been studied a lot more. I mean, at least there's been lifespan studies in mm. animals on ketogenic diet where it's like improving, you know, the way they age. It's improving their cognitive function, brain aging, extending their lifespan. So, mm -hmm. you know, if people are looking for, in addition to, you know, wanting to like help with their autoimmunity issues you know there's also if it's like well i also just don't want to have a lot of insulin response i want to lower my glycemic levels and things like that um it, it seems like a much better option than than doing something completely unstudied right and so um yeah she, what she means is doing something completely unstudied a carnivore diet <laughs> there's isolated examples and the cultures that do eat a lot of meat and blubber and fat they're short-lived. They they die miserable deaths, and they have clogged arteries. They don't talk about they have ED. They can't make love. They're having trouble repopulating. Those cultures don't do very well. So listen, guys and girls, if you want to feel good. And by the way, women get clogged arteries to their clitoris, and they have less sensitivity, so they can't even have an orgasm. I mean, this is uh, a condition arousal disorder that's now been diagnosed and you're not going to get nitric oxide from meat you only can get nitric oxide which the nobel prize was awarded to the studies with lou ignario and my associate uh nathan bryant and if you read the textbooks this is one of the general public books but we talk about the value of beets oh my gosh i include beets in my supplements organic beets i include beets in, in my foods i i use beet juice and my my nitric oxide level which by the way you can measure with these uh special test strips you take the little strip out and you 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 put it on your mouth get it wet with saliva and if it's really dark pink red you, you you have a rich level of nitric oxide i guarantee any meat eater who does this test and just eats meat they're going to have a horrible low nitric oxide levels i guarantee and I'll, I'll debate paul saldino and any day we'll have a flag raising contest see who can get up harder stronger longer is that funny i'm trying to make a joke but it's real carnivores have so much estrogen in their meat that they have become feminized. What do you think happened to uh, Bruce Jenner? What does he call himself now? Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah. You want look at gorillas. You look at animals that are massive and strong. They eat a lot of plant foods. We love beets. Massive difference in the pump. Absolutely. Slam those spices down. Be a, a bodybuilder. Work out and get it. Yeah, that's, that's what you got to do, guys. Here, let's... 
let's agree to agree that sex is always better on a plant-based whole foods diet, but you got to get enough calories. If you're underweight, guys and girls, if you're underweight, you got to up your calories. Don't eat so much of the, the, the low-calorie vegetables and fruit. Eat a lot of the beans, the peas, the coconut, the avocado, olives, not the oils of those foods. And eat it you know, as you need it and add uh, intense workouts and then optimize your hormone levels. These guys who all look good on the carnivore diets, they're taking steroids. That's not real. And there's, they're, they're calling, they call it TRT, which is synthetic anabolic steroids at very high dosages. And I have a whole segment coming up on that. I'm talking about optimizing your hormones with herbs and spices and nutrients. We know a Venus sativa and horny goat weed, that releases free testosterone. A plant-based guy always has better testosterone levels. I'll show you my lab work any time. Have Paul Saldino show me his lab work. Show me mine and I'll show you his and you'll see how diminutive his member is. You know what I'm talking about, right, Paul? I can outlift you any day of the week. We'll, we'll pull up some dumbbells, you scrawny little skinny carnivore. And you other idiot, Sean Baker, I'll take you on right now. Let's take it on. Let's do a debate. And let's look at each other's lab work. And you'll see that over the years, if we follow these people, which I have for 44 years, these guys get clogged arteries. They can't raise the pole anymore. <laughs> so I'll take their woman from them. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I'm just being funny there. You know, I think that's a, really good place to start and obviously not disregarding everyone's anecdotes and of course there's also the placebo and nocebo effect which are very real mm -hmm. i mean extremely real that's why a lot of drugs don't ever make it to market is because they can't beat placebo you know where it's like people think they're going to get a positive response from something they can right and the opposite is true people think they're going to get a negative response for something they can yeah, that's that's really true. Uh, placebo, uh, these effects, and uh, one one of our our listeners is saying, uh, uh, Sean uh, Baker deflated like a tire. Yep, he, he he's a joke. Uh, he says I'm like 18 years old um, in that department, so he's having great sex, Peter. Good job. I really don't like Rhonda Patrick. My God. Okay, well, you know. Uh, she's got her good points and you know like anyone you know can't please everyone uh this person exotic saying uh, exotic parallel is uh, i'm underweight i don't eat well i don't know why you don't eat i'm not a big fan of, of fasting all the time and you only have to fast if you're eating too much meat cheese eggs and dairy product when you're eating plant-based foods you know what's called intuitive eating to eat frequent regular uh meals uh to fuel your brain and your body and I, I explain this in, in great length in my book, Blood Doesn't Lie, which you can get free plus shipping right now, a special offer. Thank you so much for listening to our show. It really is a pleasure to invite you on this journey to good health. And I'd like to ask you a special request, and that is to share and comment, give us your review, and also please check out fromthedoctors.com. This is our new incredible website with all the coming events. It has uh, the access to our eBooks. It has access to uh, testing that you can undergo and evaluate your progress. It even has the latest online courses and education videos and really some incredible blog articles. This is an incredible website and we're here to guide you with our education coaching and supplementation that's appropriate based on your individual needs. Take a special quiz. Check it all out at fromthedoctors.com. That's spelled from F-R-O-M the T-H-E 
doctors, D-O-C-T-O-R-S.com, from the doctors.com. Please visit and drop us a note so we know that you're participating as our growing family continues to gain great information about how to look great, feel incredible at your ideal body weight with incredible healthy looking skin. We have an array of programs and opportunities, so please stay tuned as we continue on our journey to great health. Goodbye.